Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Your Worth Is Not Your Weight podcast. I hope you're all doing well and enjoying your summer. We know it's going to go by so fast. Um, I wanted to come to you today and talk to you about what I think are six reasons that we struggle to, I hate to say lose weight because I hate to sound like the diet culture and make it seem like you have to lose weight to be happy or to feel your worth because that's what this podcast is about. It's your worth is not your weight. But these are six things that I see holding women up, including myself. And I just wanted to go on here and, you know what, just sit together and chat, you know, whether you're driving, just, you know, take a listen while you're driving. And if you're cleaning the house or you're on your treadmill or, you know, whatever it is, let's just sit together and just pretend we're all in the same room together and just talk. I have a friend who is actually my massage therapist and I was with her last week and she and I were having a really good conversation. I was explaining to her about the podcast and my heart for just encouraging women when it comes to their worth and their weight and giving tips on, you know, how you can feel better, be healthier, um, which usually turns into losing weight because you're, you're feeling better, you're toning up, you're Um, not snacking so much so you're not gaining those extra pounds but I'm not Weight Watchers I'm not Noom I'm not you know that's like that's not my main focus but the woman as a whole is what I like to encourage you know her worth her weight everything so we were talking and we both came to the agreement and I'm sure that you ladies will also agree that you know what sometimes it just stinks being a woman (laughs) It just does. There's so much pressure on us to look a certain way, to be a certain size, and it's so annoying. Am I the only one who feels this way? Are, are she and I the only ones? Because we both agreed. We both agreed that, you know, there will be times, and I just had this happen to me the other day. I had this outfit that I got, I don't remember if it was from Sheen or where it was from, And it was just, you know, leggings and like this workout shirt. And I just, it was comfortable and it was a different color than I usually wear. It was brighter. So I put it on and after I showered and I felt really good, it it just fit, you know, and I just felt so comfortable and I just really liked it. I came out of the bathroom and the minute I stood in front of the mirror, I said, oh no, there is no way I'm wearing this. No way. Look, you can see the rolls. You can see that my thighs are not toned and skinny. Right away in my mind, I thought of women I've seen in pictures, whether they're photoshopped or not, I have no idea. But right away, I thought of these women and how they would have looked in this outfit, how they do look in outfits like this. And I thought, I'm never wearing this again. Took it off as quick as I could. Put on some frumpy other thing that I usually wear because it's comfortable and because it hides things and went about my day in a kind of depressed mood I guess because I don't know if you're like me but when that happens and you try outfits on and they just don't fit the way you wanted them to or they don't look the way you wanted them to or they don't feel a certain way it you start to beat yourself up why did I eat that pizza last night? I knew I shouldn't have had that ice cream. I shouldn't have had that cake. Why do I always eat this stuff? Why do I keep going for ice cream? You know, that's it. Next time we go as a family for ice cream, I'm not getting anything. I'm going to deprive myself. I'm just, I'm going to eat 
carrot sticks and celery, and I'm going to do 60-minute workouts lifting 50-pound weights, and I'm going to run a mile on a treadmill full speed, and who cares if I collapse? You know, all these things, all these things, we, we beat ourselves up, and I've said before that social media and, you know, TV and movies and whatever, like, they don't help. They don't help because we feel so much like we have to look a certain way. And I just want to tell you, it's okay to feel this way. It's okay to have that moment where you're like, this just stinks. Like, this just stinks. I am just not where I want to be. It's okay to feel that way, but it's not okay to stay that way and to allow yourself to feel like your worth is nothing because you don't look a certain way. You know, there's movies out there that they'll show women in a bathing suit or different things like that. It's never chubby women. And when I say chubby... I, I'm not even like classifying any particular size or anything. It's always women that are like stick thin, that have the perfect shape. So when we don't feel that way, when we know we don't look that way, then it makes us feel worthless and ugly and... How could anybody, how could any guy want to be with me? What does my husband see in me when I don't look like that? I, I don't know. It, it's so frustrating. And so she and I were talking and, and I know that there are more women out there who feel this way. So a couple of things that I have been seeing in my research with this intuitive eating where I told you it's all about the mindset. You know, someone can say, what, what could I eat after seven o'clock? I crave ice cream, I crave cake, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not the salty craver, I don't want chips or, you know, something like that, or pretzels, I want the sugar, I want the ice cream, I want the cake, and, you know, I said to her, when she said this to me, she said, what can I, what can I snack on at night, and I said, if you want a piece of cake, eat the cake, eat the dang cake, just enjoy every bite. Don't have a huge piece. Don't go for a second piece. Enjoy the cake because if you sit there and you think I could really eat a piece of cake but instead I'm going to get this chocolate rice cake and I'm going to put peanut butter on it and that's going to be the equivalent of a piece of cake and I'll be doing myself a lot of good because I'm not having that actual cake. I'm I'm having this little rice cake and I'm going to feel better and no you're not. You're going to eat that rice cake and you're still going to want the chocolate cake. Eat the cake. Eat the little bowl of ice cream. But with intuitive eating, while you're eating that, you're thinking to yourself halfway. You're thinking, okay, am I full? Am I past the point where it's enjoyable? You know, a lot of times they'll say, if you're craving a cookie, take one bite of that cookie and your craving will be gone. Maybe that's true. Maybe with that piece of cake, you take a couple bites and then you think, whew, 
I'm getting full or, you know, I'm satisfied with just these couple bites. I don't want any more. Then put it away and save it for tomorrow. Don't eat the whole thing. Don't eat until you're bloated and miserable and really beating yourself up because you ate that. Take a couple bites until you're satisfied and then save it for tomorrow. If you're halfway through and you're still not satisfied, like you just really crave that, then eat, eat it. But we also can't just sit and eat the donuts and the cakes and the cookies. We have to take care of our bodies. But depriving ourselves of what we really want is not a way to help. It makes us more miserable. We think about it all the time. Like, oh, I really wish I could have that cake. But the cake, you know, cake's the devil. I can't have cake or, you know, ice cream. No, 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 can't do that. I'll just sit here and eat my carrot stick dip and hummus while you enjoy your cake or your ice cream. Now, I believe we need to have healthy snacks and and I do I I make it a habit of eating healthy snacks but I don't the the thing is I don't deprive myself if I want that ice cream cone but I'm eating healthy snacks throughout the day as well I'm not just limiting myself to just what I have been told is good for me because in the end I'm still gonna crave the things that I've always been told I shouldn't eat So I think one reason, I'm going to start with number one on why we, you know, a myth of why we can't lose weight. You haven't found the right diet. Let me just tell you something. That's a myth. Diets don't work. They may work for so long, but you're going to go back to your weight that you were before the diet, if not heavier. You do the slim fast, you do the Nutrisystem, you do the, you know, whatever it is, Weight Watchers, and you're doing great, and you're thinking, I'm never going to go back to how I used to be, how I used to eat, and some women can do that. The majority of us cannot. We go right back to where we were before that, if not heavier. Okay, so that diet, quote unquote, did not work. Diets don't work. Number two. I can't lose weight because I can't stop eating sugar. Wrong. I just went through that with you about the cake and the ice cream. And yeah, we shouldn't overload on sugar, but don't completely deprive yourself either. You know, have the the vegetables and the fruit where you get fruit, you know, the sugar from the fruit anyhow, but have the vegetables and the fruit and then have that cookie. And you know what's going to happen if you start to go without sugar and you start to do the healthy snacks and and you're going to know, and this happens to me, I used to eat sugar a lot without even thinking about it. I didn't care. But once I started to pay attention, not completely depriving myself of sugar, but just not overloading on it. So when I do have it, I get a headache and my stomach feels yucky. And that can be just from a bowl of ice cream or a piece of cake and like if it's a birthday party and I have a piece of cake and ice cream it's guaranteed I'm going to have a headache it's within minutes of eating that and it's because my body is not used to eating that so you may even get to the point where you're like you know what I don't want that piece of cake because I don't want the headache that comes with it and I've done that before I've been at birthday parties and I've said I'll just take a little bit of ice cream I can't do both I'll have a headache and I'm miserable so it's not like I'm not eating the cake because society says it's bad it's because I am in tune with my body I know how I'll feel so I don't do it okay so that's another myth it is just because you can't stop eating sugar that's not true 
Okay, another one that kind of goes along with it I've seen is another myth. Well, I can't lose weight because I can't stop drinking soda. Okay, let's just go with soda. There are hundreds of millions of soda drinkers in this country. I hate soda. This one is not a struggle for me. I, when I was a teenager and early 20s, man, I drank Mountain Dew and Dr. Pepper like they were going out of style. I hate soda. I don't even like to buy soda for my family. I will because my kids like it. My husband likes it, so I'll buy it. But you know what's funny is I'm embarrassed when I buy it. I'm like, here I am. I have a podcast. I talk on Facebook about healthy. What if someone sees me walking out of here with like two cases of Mountain Dew? I just don't like soda. But I do also believe, I say it's a myth that you can't lose weight because you can't stop drinking soda. But I know a lot of people who have just given up soda and switched to water and they have lost weight. So that is something that I definitely encourage you to actually do is just try that. Try replacing, if you're someone who has to have like five cans of Pepsi a day, replace one of them with a bottle of water. You're going to see that eventually that soda, like it does to me, makes me bloated and yucky. I just can't stand it. So you're not able to not lose weight just because you can't stop drinking soda. There are other things that go into that, but it's definitely a biggie. It's definitely something that you need to try to replace with water. But don't go cold turkey because then your body's going to want that Pepsi. Your body's going to crave that Dr. Pepper, whatever it is. Replace one a day with a bottle of water and just see how that goes. So if those are some myths on why we can't lose weight, I'm going to give you three truths. One of the reasons that we can't lose weight is because we don't, we're not focusing on our mindset. And I've already pretty much gone through that where we need to be in tune with our, our bodies and our eating. And it's something that may take some work at first. You're not used to it. You're not used to craving that pizza and stopping before you eat it and think, why do I want this pizza? How am I going to feel after I eat this? Eventually, it's just going to come natural to you to kind of feel that way and think those things. You may, like me, like if we're going to go for pizza, I know how I'm going to feel if I eat three pieces and the breadsticks. But I also know that pizza is one of my absolute favorite foods in the whole wide world. And if I have one piece and one breadstick or just two pieces of pizza and no breadsticks I feel fine and my craving is gone I had the pizza that I I wanted I loved it and I'm done don't just keep eating the pizza because it's there and you're talking and you get caught up in conversation and you're mindlessly eating not paying attention to how much you've eaten and then you get in the car you're pants feel tight you're regretting having that third piece that fourth piece so we just need to be more mindful so I think if we could somehow focus on our body and our mind and keep them in tune and how we feel I really feel like that would be a big help okay so another reason is because and this is a truth I can't lose weight because I'm not focusing on my gut health. 
Now, gut health is something I never thought about, ever. But do you know that your gut is your second brain? Do you know that your gut and your brain communicate with each other through something called the vagus nerve? And when communication is off, it's chaos. I never thought much about gut health until I met my friend Jen, who got me, um, who introduced me to the supplements that I do that focus on my gut health and have made me feel a hundred times better because the things that I was eating and the things that I was doing were not focusing on my gut, helping my gut, and so many things start in the gut. Do you know how many diseases, sicknesses, illnesses, whatever you want to say, come from the gut? You know, there are things with mental illness, you know, anxiety, depression, so much of that, we go to a doctor and we get a pill and they say, this is going to help with your depression. You take that pill, you still have moments of depression, not as often, but you still do. The pill doesn't sit well with you. You gain weight on the pill. You just, you don't feel like yourself on the pill. It's because you're not focusing on your gut. Your gut and brain go hand in hand. And yes, the chemicals in your brain can really make you messed up with depression and anxiety. I know I've been there. But you need to focus also on the gut. You need to make it right. Just that pill from a doctor is not quite enough. So our guts play a huge part in our health, in our our mindset, our well-being, our mental health, everything. We need to focus on the gut health. And that is, like I said, something I never thought of before. And Jen completely opened my eyes to this and made me realize and it sounded good. Everything she was saying made sense and I'd never thought of it before. And, you know, protecting that vagus nerve that goes from the gut to the brain and where they, they have their communication signals and everything works through there. That all made sense. But until I tried the supplements that focused on the gut health, until I did that and noticed the difference, which, by the way, was not overnight, too many people want some kind of magic pill that they take and overnight they wake up and they're 10 pounds lighter and they're running around the house cleaning everything and they have energy like never before. It doesn't work that way. For some people, it does. For some people, within days, they, they lose five pounds. Everybody's body is different. So if you see someone who says, you know what, I've been taking this for five days and I've lost three pounds in my clothes fit better, blah, blah, blah. You can't sit there and say, well, something's wrong with me because I've been taking it just as long and I haven't really noticed a huge difference. That's okay. That's okay. It can take four weeks until your body with the stress and everything else, until that gut health supplement can, can begin to help and get everything going the way it's supposed to. It can take 10 weeks to start into the belly fat that so many of us want to get rid of. But just eating certain things is just not quite enough. There are very few of us who eat absolutely everything that we, we, that we should. We, there are very few of us who eat the exact grams of protein we're supposed to have a day and the exact carbs and the exact fats. And There's very few of us. And those of us who do 
are usually the ones who are obsessed with my fitness pal and entering in their food and how many carbs that I have and how many calories and all of that mumbo jumbo that I used to think was important and it's not. It's not. It's your mindset. How do you feel when you eat this? How much of this should you eat? Are you moving your body? Are you moving your body? You cannot just sit around and not do anything and expect your body to perform miracles. If I don't move, doing even just, I did this morning, I did a 12-minute workout. 12 minutes. I used weights, and I did 12 minutes. And do you know, my hamstrings are killing me right now. I can feel that workout, and it was only 12 minutes. But it woke up my body. My body, my hamstrings were saying, whoa, wait a minute. Like You were focusing on us this morning. We're not used to this. Or my arms, you know, whoa, a little bit sore because I'm finally, you know, you're using these muscles. And your body's moving, and it was only 12 minutes. You don't have to go into a gym for two hours and lift 500 pounds and, like I said, run a mile on a treadmill and come out all sweaty and exhausted. You don't have to do that. You can. Move. I have an app that is seven-minute workouts. Is that all the time you have? Then do it. Do the seven-minute workout. You get up in the morning, you do a seven-minute workout, shower, go to work, you're going to feel better. Yes, it was only seven minutes, but you woke your body up, you took care of it, you moved, and you're, you're going to have more energy throughout the day than you're going to realize. And you're also not going to crave the junk. It all works hand in hand. Focusing on our gut health, moving our body, having the right mindset. And the third thing, thinking that food is going to satisfy me and fill that void that I have. We have to stop doing that. That's the truth. Stop thinking that food will satisfy you and fill that void you're filling. You, ha- you have a void. Something in your life went wrong. Somebody left. Whether it be voluntarily they left your life or they passed away or you didn't get that job or you don't have the friends that you used to. You feel lonely you are feeling a void. And how do you fill that void that you're feeling? Food. Well, if I just sit here and eat this whole sleeve of Girl Scout Thin Mint cookies, I'm going to feel so much better. And as you're eating them, oh man, they taste so good and I just love them. And man, this is so good and I deserve this. And this tastes great. How do you feel after that's gone? Did that void in your heart get filled with that sleeve of cookies? No. Now you feel bloated, you feel yucky, and you still have that void. Stop trying to fill your void, your sadness, your despair, your feeling of worthlessness with food. God is the only one that can fill that void. Not everybody tries to use food to fill that void. They use money, things. If I just have this big house and this boat and this camper and this and that, I'll be happy. My void will be filled. Yeah, my parents didn't show me a ton of love when I was a kid. But now with this boat, this house and this camper, I'm going to feel that love. No, you don't. If, if anything, you're now in debt and you still have that void. 
Stop trying to fill your void with food and things when God is the only thing that can fill that void. Your creator, the one who created you, wants to fill that void. You know everything in this life is temporary. Everything. For that person that has the big house and the boat and the whatever, the fancy car, the camera, whatever it is. You can die in five minutes and you're not taking that stuff with you. But in five minutes, you're going to go one of two places for the rest of your life. Think about that. That fancy car, that big house, that whatever it is that you're using to fill that void is so temporary. It makes you feel good now. But you could die and you can't take it with you. And where are you going to spend the eternity? Eternity. It's hard to wrap our minds around the fact that we are going to exist forever. Forever and ever without an end. This life is just a vapor, like the Bible says. So we need to focus more on God and faith and not food and feeling worthless. You were put on this earth for a reason. So stop feeling like you can't lose weight because you can't find the right diet. Diets don't work. You can't stop eating sugar. Have a little bit. Eventually you won't want as much or any. You can't stop drinking soda. Drink a can or two, but replace some with water. Eventually you may get to the point where you don't want that soda anymore. How about the truths? I'm not focusing on my mindset. Let's focus on our mindset. Let's feel our worth. Let's know our worth. Let's know that we were put on this earth for a reason. God doesn't make mistakes. He didn't have leftovers and throw you together and just throw you in the earth and say, here, just roam about the earth and just take up space. No. We're here for a reason, for a purpose, and someone out there needs your purpose and your reason for living. Someone out there needs it. Someone out there prays every night for relief from something, and you could have that answer. But if you're feeling worthless and trying to just divulge in food and unhappiness and be miserable and you're not only cheating yourself, you're hurting someone else out there who needs you. Do you have kids? Do you have grandkids? How often do they want you to play with them and do things outside, but you can't? You're miserable. You, you ate that whole pizza, the bag of chips, the carton of ice cream, and drank the, the jug of soda, and now you're miserable because you were already miserable. You tried to fill that void with the food, the soda, whatever, and now you can't even enjoy playing with your kids or your grandkids because of that. What kind of life is that? We need to start focusing on our mindset and who we are and whose we are. He created us for a reason. Let's get out there. What do you love to do? What excites you? What lights you up? Start doing that. Start doing that. It can be something as simple as baking a pie. You have the pie that everybody wants. When it comes time to the family picnic and everybody begs you to bring that certain pie because it is so good. Get that pie out there. Start advertising. Hey, I have this pie. Would anybody like to buy a pie? Buy, you know, whatever. Go to a cafe. Go to a, a bistro. Go to something to say, hey, I make these pies and everybody really likes them. Would you like to try it? And could I maybe sell it here? Do that. Something as simple as a pie. 
but you love to bake and you love to see the people's faces when you bake that pie and they try it. What about drawing? You love to draw. Drawing lights you up. What if you could wake up every morning and know that you were going to draw for the day and that was going to be your income, your life, and you were going to make people happy with the drawings that you do? You have a purpose. You have a reason for being here. We need to find that. Start focusing on yourself. Life is too short. Start thinking about your gut health. Are you taking care of your gut that communicates with your brain? If you're not, I'll link the supplements I told you about that Jen shared with me. I'm not a salesman. I don't like to sell. If I did, I would go out and be a car salesman or sell windows or sell, you know, whatever it is that people sell. Nothing against people who do that. That's just not me. So when I bring up these supplements I take or I I put them out there on social media, it's not because I'm trying to sell you the next best used car. It's because I found something that works for me and I care about you and I know you feel the same way I do and you're looking for help. So I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes of this episode. You can check it out. Look at the supplements where I'm focusing now on my gut health. And it's made a huge difference. It's made a huge difference for 25 women that reached out to me just last month and said, hey, I want to know what this is. And they're trying it and they're liking it. They didn't say, well, she's being salesy and, uh, you know, I'm just not going to do it. No, they said, I I trust her. I I want help. And I'm going to try this. And what's it going to hurt? And boy, are they glad they did. It's making a difference, even for the ones that were skeptical that I thought, oh boy, let's cross the fingers, pray to the Lord that this will help them because I just don't know. They're very skeptical. That happened to me with one, it happens to me with more than one, but in particular, it happened with one girl who's a friend of mine. I wanted to help her so bad. I wanted so badly to help her feel better. You know what? She messaged me this morning and said, hey, I've lost two pounds. I know I've got a ways to go, but this is a start and I'm excited about it. Do you know how good that made me feel? Do you know how good that made me feel to know I can be making a difference in her life just by helping her feel better, have more energy, just just feel better, feel her worth. And know that her worth is not in her weight. She can feel good. She can do things. It's time that we link arms. And I am by far not a size two who's coming on here to tell you, hey, here's how I did it. Eat five carrots a day, dip it in hummus, have one egg for breakfast, have avocado, have whatever, avocado toast for a snack. Eat a grilled piece of chicken and three asparagus beans for supper. And you're going to be like me and be a size two and you'll be happy. And drink this shake twice a day and do this half hour, hour long, 45 minute, whatever workout. And you're going to feel great. Who wants to do that? Who wants to be on this limited diet and restricted workouts? And no, no, we just want to know our worth and know we are already beautiful. We just don't believe it. We just don't believe it. 
So stop jumping into these diets and thinking that they're going to save you and you're going to lose 20 pounds. You may lose 20 pounds, but I guarantee when you go off that diet, you're going to gain 30. Let's start focusing on our mindset. Let's start realizing how does this food make me feel halfway through? Am I full? I'm done. Put it away. Save it for tomorrow. I'm going to have this cake and ice cream. Okay, I get a headache when I eat the cake. Let me just have the ice cream. And through all of this, all of this, you may end up losing weight. And how's that going to make you feel? You're not restricting yourself from eating the things that you enjoy. You're just paying more attention to your mindset and how you feel. You're focusing on gut health. You realize it's your second brain. You've got to take care of it. Give it what it needs to function properly and be patient and give it the time it needs to do that. And the last thing, you're realizing that food is not what's going to fill that sadness, that emptiness, that loneliness. God is the only one who can. And if you don't know where to start, open your Bible. Just pick somewhere. Ephesians 1 and 2 are great. They tell you how to live and what to do. How to be. Psalms is a great book of the Bible. David cries out through the whole thing, either praising God or begging God for help, or just read that and you can probably resonate with the things that he says. Proverbs is another favorite of mine. Romans, Corinthians, first Corinthians, second Corinthians, first John. Just start somewhere. And there's even, a, the, you know, so many Bible apps with plans that'll do a verse for you, explain what that verse meant, how to relate it to everyday life today. Start there. It's time we change our mindset. It's time we stop looking in the mirror and being disgusted with who we see. You're beautiful. There are people in this world who love you and depend on you every day. And you're going to stand there and look at yourself and say how ugly you are and how fat you are and whatever else goes through your mind goes through my mind. Do you think your kids care what you look like in that swimsuit? No. They're just happy that you're out there in the pool with them having fun and these are things you're going to remember. They're going to grow up and tell their kids, you know, your grandma used to get in the pool with us and we had so much fun. They're not going to say, wow, your grandma looks so fat in that bathing suit. She used to get in there. Whew, I can't believe she even got in a bathing suit. No, it's not going to be that way. They want you. They want you. Give them you. Change your mindset. Take care of your gut. Listen to your your body. Spend time with God every day. We can do this together. We will link arms and we will do this together. If you feel like there's someone who really needed to hear these words, if they touched you in some way, share this episode on Instagram, on Facebook, send it to a friend, give me a rating and a review because that would be great to just keep getting this out there. I know without a fact, there are women out there who need to hear this. I know that. It's been put on my heart by God. Share this episode. There can be value in this for someone who is struggling feeling like they're worthless, hates looking in the mirror, refuses to wear shorts in the summer, refuses to put that bathing suit on. Share this with someone who needs encouraged. I thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast and just to share time with me because 
I've said before, I'm not a professional. I don't have licenses hanging on my wall, but I am a woman and I am someone who feels fat sometimes and feels yucky and just thinks being a woman is hard. And I'm just a real life person who likes to just sit down and chat and tell you, here's how I feel. Are you feeling like this? That's what we need. We don't need doctors. We don't, I mean, you know, psychologists. We just need, and I'm not not knocking them. (laughs) Like psychologists are great. Doctors are great. But sometimes I feel like just sitting down with a girlfriend or another woman and just chatting, just talking is what sometimes we need. And that's what I want this podcast to be. So I appreciate you so much, so much. And I hope you'll share this with those that you feel need to hear it too. Take care and until next time, we'll talk soon.